A Thief A Christmas Story Translated from the French of Louis Frechette By George Murray Read for LibriVox.org By Larry Wilson Twas a bleak winter Numbers of the poor Heard the wolf hunger Howling at their door The winds blew colder And there was a dearth Of Christmas logs On many a cheerless hearth and the child Jesus, too, perchance, would slight the small patched shoes laid out for the gifts at night. Christmas! The lamps illuminated every street, and on the pavements, crusted o'er with sleet, a busy multitude besieged the doors of countless tempting treasure-laden stores, where by deft hands arranged a gorgeous sight, wares of all colors shimmered in the light. Gay laughter floated round, the sparkling rhyme beneath each footfall almost seemed to chime, and all seemed bathed in opalescent dyes. There, for a moment, my inquiring eyes fell on a pale and feeble-bodied lad, who strayed along and shivered thinly clad. His looks devoured the luminous display of gilded nothings which appear so gay before our hearts are cold and hard and dry. The frail street Arab seemed in ecstasy. I was myself engaged to buy some toys or graceful trifles that each child enjoys and each fond parent gives on such a day, when, all at once, I heard with some dismay cries of, Stop, thief! Police! Arrest the child! Then the inexorable crowd grew wild and seized the culprit. Twas the same poor lad whom I had seen, now more than doubly sad grabbed by a cop and panting hard for breath by the horse shouting frightened half to death while his numbed hand unused to stealing tried with awkward haste beneath his rags to hide a small stiff doll elaborately dressed the thief was captured by grave thoughts oppressed i went my way and when i reached my home i kissed my children but my heart would roam throughout the evening, why I scarce can tell, to the pale boy locked up within a cell. When midnight came, I left my bed in haste, and in each shoe my stealthy tribute placed, but still I saw, his cough was harsh and loud, a ragged child above a showcase bowed. I saw him eagerly but ill at ease stretch his chilled hand the luring prize to seize i saw him ope his tatters that he might conceal his booty and then take to flight next the police the dock the jail and last the shame and sorrow on his parents cast an orphan maybe twas his first disgrace i felt keen pity for the poor child's case and thus although not loving the resort Next day I entered the recorder's court. Between some tramps and women of the town, the boy stood there with tearful eyes cast down. His story, short and sad, his only friends were those the law reluctantly defends, that disinherited and hopeless class who have no bread and nothing else, alas. But their brave spirit to support their fate, three years before this last misfortune's date, the orphan's sire, struck headlong by a bale, on board a harboured brig about to sail, had fallen lifeless in the vessel's hold. Then his poor mother, so the outcast told, had toiled incessantly their food to get, while he himself had tried to pay his debt. 
tending his little sister well whene'er some outside labor claimed his mother's care soon came the sister's illness and in turn he struggled hard their livelihood to earn pitying his mother who with patience mild watched by the bedside of her dying child that fateful evening having seen her weep for christmas gifts that come when children sleep he left the house and begged alas in vain for some small present to console her pain it was for her your honour nigh to death i stole the doll he said with faltering breath tis the first time the lad of tender years then hid his face and bursting into tears sank down too weak his anguish to control and i went out with pity in my soul for the poor magistrates condemned at times to punish deeds their hearts reject as crimes end of poem this recording is in the public domain.